Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk. Uh, this is Chris Marwitz, and I'm here, as always, every week with former NFL player James Loving. So, James, uh, what kind of week did you have? I'm bad until I caught this cold. So. Oh boy, oh boy, not fun. So, are are you missing uh, the NFL? Actually, no. I'm glad it's over after that sorry old Super Bowl. It was a bad yeah. Super Bowl. It was. You know, we talked about that last week. It was. It was not a good Super Bowl. But hey, the season's over with. And um, there's something I want to talk about. Um, I brought this up. Um, a few, I don't know, a couple months ago, um, a new league that uh, that's that started, um, and uh, so I want to want to start off, start the show by talking about this. So um, they they actually had some games on this this past weekend. So it's it's called the AAF. It's the Alliance of American Football. So they 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 opened their inaugural season this past Saturday. Um, and it's kind of a developmental league for the NFL. Um, the league has eight teams. Uh, they're in Birmingham, Arizona, San Antonio, Orlando, Memphis, Salt Lake, Atlanta, and San Diego. The interesting thing is, is each player uh, that they signed, they signed a three-year non-guaranteed contract for $250,000. Uh, they do have some former NFL players in the league, um, as well as uh, some former coaches like Steve Spurrier's in there. You know, he coaches for the Orlando team. Uh, Jeff Fisher um, and, and Michael Vick, they're, they're also, and Heinz Ward, I think they're all part of the league's administration. Dennis Erickson, he coaches for the Salt Lake team. So, you know, time will tell if the league will take off. You know, kind of appears legitimate, but, you know, have, have you heard anything about this league? I heard of it because um, Dennis Erickson was one of my coaches, but I don't think it's going to take off because I think, you know, everybody, you know, the NFL, and, you know, it's kind of good because, you know, everybody wants to see a little bit more football. But like you say, uh, you kind of getting players that, uh, how would I put that, that, you know, um, older players that's playing and then make it in the league or get these, you know, you might get a couple young players that want to make it in the league. So you got a mixture of, these guys that want to make it in the NFL. So um, I think it's a sport that, you know, people are just going to watch because they're going to get bored at this time of just watching basketball. Uh, so they'll watch the game, you know, and some might like it and some might not like it. So I don't think it'll go anywhere um, too fast because you notice every year or they try these new leagues and it lasts for a year or two and they fail. So um, for right now, you know, it's exciting for them. We got eight teams, and it'll it'll go with some people, and other people will be like, "Hey, it's not like the NFL." So I don't know. Well, um, a few more things about it, you know. So I I, I kind of did some investigating, you know, and um, apparently this past Saturday, 
more people watch these games on TV than the N- NBA games. So, and I think part of it, you know, was yes, the NFL was done, and you know, here they 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 came in, and and people still wanted to be able to watch football. So yeah, you know, they 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 still want to get their fix. Um, another thing that they do is people that go to the games, um, they're selling, you know, because there's only like eight teams, and I think they have like four home games each team does, and they're selling four games for like $75. So you can go see four four games, you know, for, for the home teams, and that, that that's a pretty good deal, you know, to get to see some of these, some of these guys in there. Um, but... Uh, you know, the, the, I, I was checking, okay, so I, I was like, so what's the difference between the NFL and this league? And they they actually have some rules that are different, you know. And the first thing is they have no kickoff. And I know the NFL has been talking about for a long time, you know, to stop the kickoff because people are getting hurt. Well, they don't have a kickoff in this, in this league. Um, the second thing is they have no extra point kicks. So every time you score a touchdown, you go for two points every time. Um, the third thing is, is has to do with overtime. So in overtime, the ball starts on the, the opponent's 10-yard line, and you have four downs, and if you score a touchdown, you go for the two-point extra point because, you know, you can't kick a field goal. Um, the, the fourth thing has to do with pa- pass rushing rules for the defense. They can only rush five players, and they can't blitz from the secondary. So it just kind of... They're 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 kind of making it more offense, not defense, on on the, the on what's going on. But and lastly, um, with replays. So you know, in in the NFL, they go under the hood and they sat there for a long time and they're looking, 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 or they're looking at tablets. Well, they don't do that in this league. Instead, they have an earpiece to communicate directly with the replay official, and you know the replay official is looking at it and telling them exactly what's going on or what they see. So um, their intent is to try to speed up the game. You know, they're trying to make it so that most of the games are like two and a half hours or less. So it's kind of the things that people have been asking for in the NFL, but this league is 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 trying to do it. Um, so I don't know. I'm I I, I did I, I didn't watch the game. Um, I did see that it was on this past Saturday, but I did not watch it. Um, but now that I know a little bit more about it, I might be interested in, in, in watching some of the games because there's um, it's a short season. I think their season ends, I think, the 26th of April or something like that. It's a very, you know, it's only two and a half months long or a little over two months long. But, uh, you know, with eight teams, I guess we'll we'll see what ends up happening. But... Um, and then again, the NFL said that their coaches and, 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 and people are, are watching to see if they can find some players to maybe bring over to the NFL. Um, what, you know, now that you know a little bit more, what, what, what do you think? I like Pat Warner football. That's all it is. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what Pat Warner do. You don't do. think you it's, it's at a higher level, though? No. You, know, you can't bliss. You can't, I mean... That ain't football in the NFL. You want to blitz wherever, um, make the offense don't know what you're doing, you know. So basically, you know, it's pot warming, you know, all these set rules, you know, this and that, you know. So it's like, you know, you might want to have the coaches on the field like pot warming right there and tell them, run here, run there, you know. 
I don't think that some of those rules. I mean, the kickoff I could see because the NFL trying to go without that. You know, um, the replay. You know, going underneath the thing and in the air that might come too, but I doubt that will go out of the NFL. But you know, not blitzing and only five men. You know, that's you know. Uh, it's, it's almost like Skelly, except 707, you know, when you're doing that. You know, so um, it doesn't seem like, you know, they just want their players to be heard or I don't know, but it's a pretty strange rule. Even Canada don't have those type of rules, you know? No, no, so, they don't. They don't. Uh, and like you say, it, it's new people watching it. It's going to have high ratings right now because everybody want to see what it is. Seven five dollars for four games. People gonna go because they just want to go see some sport. Now, really, not expensive as an NFL ticket. You know, seven five dollars is just having a beer and a hot dog at an NFL game. <laughs> um, That's right. This first year, you know, have a little, they'll have a little rave, and then after that, like I said, you know, in a couple of years or something, it's gonna die down, and people will be like, "Oh, that's not football. That's Hot Warner." Hmm. Okay, I don't know. I I I do I do think that that what they're saying about it being um, kind of a developmental league, you know, for the NFL, I I I think that's that's great because it's it's more advanced than college because most of these players that come out of college, a lot of them aren't ready, you know. So maybe having a league like this or something right after might help prepare them and get them ready. So I guess we'll see. Well, tell you what, let's take our first break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's going on in the NFL. Uh, we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, this is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here with uh, former NFL player James Loving. So, James, uh, again, I'm I'm sorry you're you're a little under the weather, you know. But hey, you know this, this time of year, unfortunately, germs just kind of get spread around, and you just have to take care of yourself, drink lots of fluids. So, anyway, um, so so you and I talked about this. You know, you'd asked me the other day, did you hear about it? And I said, yes, I did. So. You know, what I'm referring to is the Cleveland Browns signing running back Kareem Hunt. So the league is still investigating what happened last February in the Cleveland Hotel. We all saw the video of Hunt shoving and kicking a woman. Uh, viewing it was kind of a little unsettling to me, more so that, you know, he was never arrested for it. Uh, he's a gifted player, but he is troubled. You know, the NFL uh, game, basically the NFL gave its, its blessing to the Browns signing Kareem Hunt, and he's still on the, the commissioner's exempt list. When the investigation is done, Hunt will face suspension, you know, probably a fine. Uh, keep in mind that there are two other incidences in 2018 that Kareem Hunt did. In January 2018, a man claims that Hunt was part of a group that beat him up at a bar, and then in June 2018, Kareem Hunt got into a fight at an Ohio resort, and the NFL investigated it. So the NFL is aware of all these things that Kareem Hunt's been part of. <sighs> yeah. Knowing this, you know, I, I, I know that you know, I, I think the, the, the GM of the Browns had said that they've, they've been in discussions with Kareem, and you know, I think he's in, in anger management classes. He's seeing a psychiatrist or psychologist. You know, he's in all this. Do you think that that all of this is is all this stuff's going to be in his past, or or is or is there going to be more to come with him? No, I think he learned his lesson sitting out. You know, uh, it was a big thing. But I forgot all about him until you seen that he had signed with Cleveland. So you know, it already died down. You know, so um, let's say he's doing what he's supposed to do, Cleveland Browns, so he's taking the collages, anger management and all that. And, you know, and he has to sit out next year, so he won't be playing next year because once he, you know, the NFL is suspended for at least 10 to 12 games, so that's the whole year. And he'll come back and, you know, it'll be up and rave. It's the same thing that happened when um, Joe Mixon um, punched that girl in college. You know, the big thing, he still got drafted and once he started playing, nobody bring that back up, and he broke the girl jaw. You know, and nobody said nothing about that now, you know. And I think that was more worse than the guy kicking him because he broke the girl jaw, you know. So um, it, it'll die down, and he'll get back in in another year. And, and it's kind of funny. I was reading something that said, you know, all these guys that beat these women up um, get signed by another team, but Colin Kaepernick, nobody wants to sign him. All he did was took a knee. You know, exactly. so, you know, it's just funny, you know, but like I said, you know, um, he got signed, Cleveland signed him. They knew what they was getting. They said they did all the background check on him and, you know, and so he'll be back in a year and I'll be playing. Everybody forget about it. 
because you haven't said nothing about Joe Mixon. I don't think you know about that incident. Oh, I, I'm, I knew about it. Was, it's been, a, of course, it's been a long time. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I think the biggest thing on people's mind was that Ray Rice incident with with his now wife, and that one was, you know, because it's on video. That that's the big thing when you see things yeah, on video. Yeah, Joe Mixon, Joe, Joe Mixon thing on video too. I mean, it's the whole thing where they was in a pizza place. He got from the table and took the biggest punch and hit her and knocked her down. That's on video. So, I mean, it's the same thing, but everybody forgot about that, what he did, you know. So, you know, like these things, they say, um, once they get in and everybody forget about it and they start running the ball or catching the ball and everybody, you know, forget about it. But you don't forget a a victim, you know. So that's what happens with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that that things kind of get forgotten, but it's right what you said about Kaepernick that you know people can can beat up on 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 innocent victims. You know, women can get beat, you know, men can get beat or whatever by by some of these people. But then Kaepernick, all he does is take a knee, and he gets ostracized from the league and very unforgiving. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, that, you know, that, you, that that's kind of where, where I was looking at, but I didn't I didn't want to bring that bring that topic up. So anyway, it'll be it'll be interesting to see see what happens with Kareem. I do you seriously think he'll get nine games? Because I think the you know the the nine to twelve. Because what was what was yeah. it that um, that Ray Ray didn't he only get four games, but then no one would sign him. Yeah, he'll get he'll get about ten to twelve games. It'll be a big one because you know they they found all the other incidents. So you know, yeah, so it'll be about ten to twelve games. You know, it'll be more than six. I, I guarantee you that. Wow! Wow! So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be a lot. I mean, he's like I said, he's gifted. He's so gifted, and that's what's amazing is is. You know, I, I know in some of the things that he's talked about, he said he was raised better than this, he knows better, blah, blah, blah. But yet he has this, this problem that he just has anger and just goes after people. And, uh, you know, doesn't, if he was raised right, I guess wouldn't be doing all that stuff. So anyway, um, let's, let's move on. Um, Antonio Brown, wide receiver for Pittsburgh Steelers, has officially asked the Steelers to be traded. Brown says that he's tired of playing the scapegoat for the team's problems and wants to show that he can thrive with a different offense. So keep in mind that he turns 31 in July. My first question to you is, do you think Brown is a diva? Yeah, Brown just, uh, when you know you're that good and teams want you no matter what you do, you're going to act that way. And that's the way he is because he know teams going to pick him up. But if you keep on, you know, um, it don't matter how good you are, teams and the owners. And you can see that with Kaepernick. They will blackball you, you know. It happened with Craig Hodges uh, when he played basketball, born with the Bulls, and he pulled that little stunt with the president, and he never played basketball again, you know. Yeah. So um, it gets to a point where these owners going to, you know, get together and say, you know what? No matter how good he is, let's get him out, you know. And it's going to happen. I mean, you know, um, he keep on, you know. Um, teams are going to want that in their locker room. And 
owners ain't going to want it. I mean, prime example, Kaepernick. They don't want the problems that he bring with, with him never, you know, with all that. So they got together and said, hey, you know, um, he's a good quarterback. He could start for some teams, but we don't want that. You know, so uh, yeah. Antonio Brown better watch it, you know. Just better watch it. Well, again, Antonio, he's he's very talented. Um, he's proven himself time and time again, but I think one of the major issues is is Coach Tomlin had been protecting him, had been, you know, shielding him, you know, and and allowing him, allowing Antonio to behave the way he did. Um, I, I think I heard this morning something about Tomlin. You know, he comes across as as a disciplinarian when when he during interviews, but when he's when he's not in front of the camera, not in front of uh, the media. He's just a big old teddy bear, you know, and, and lets all these these players just walk all over him, you know. And I, I, you know, and I don't know which way coaches should be, but you know, obviously this is not in the best interest for the team. I, I would think that I would assume that a coach, um, a head coach, would be someone that would have total control of the, the team and the players and come in there and say, look, this is what we want you to do. This is what you need to to be to do if not get out walk out the door leave you know and and make people accountable but i don't think that uh that tomlin did that and my my thinking is if if the if the steelers i mean so so they've gotten rid of brown they're going to of course get rid of of uh bell um and and if that doesn't work next season if if they don't you know pull it out and, and, and win next season, then I think Tomlin needs to go. I think he's the next one to go. So um, so next question I have regarding this is, what teams would be a good fit or best fit um, and, that, and that can afford Antonio Brown? Well, everybody keeps saying what team be a good fit. Any team, because he's a good receiver. Anybody would want him. It ain't what team he'll fit, you know? Uh, you know, he had a big contract. So, you know, there's a few teams that got the money that, you know, I'm sure anything can get them if they get rid of some players and, you know, make money for them. But I don't know. I'll go on, I'll trade them to one of the teams, you know, like a, I don't know, like a Cardinal some, or a Buffalo, some team that ain't winning, you know, to show them, you know, he was at a winning program, you know, now you got to start all over. So, I don't know. I heard Miami was going to get them. You know, I heard different teams, but, you know, it depends on uh, what owners and what coach are going to put up with them, you know, and they'll see what, whoever takes that money or, you know, because they have to give up a lot of other stuff, you know, players with, you know, high salary. So, um, you know, we'll see who, who grab them. I don't see many teams going for them. Yeah. Well, you were saying playing for any team, I would think that, you know, there there's some teams that don't want to deal with his nonsense. You know, and, and he does. He he brings a, a lot of nonsense to, to the locker room, you know, and, and, you know, he comes across as, you know, having this great big personality, but again, being having a diva, you know, some people don't want to deal with that. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think it would, you know, again, you know, what teams can't afford him and that want to put up with, with what he brings with him. <laughs> so bless you. So we'll, I guess we'll Thank have you. to see moving forward what happens. So you well, know what? 
let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the NFL. So we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Our humanity is a thing we take for granted, but it takes many forms, and it requires much of us to fully express it. Listen to On Living, the Trauma and Beauty of Being Human, with host Dr. Leanne Nguyen. This program will explore topics about survival, fulfillment, hope, connection, being fully alive to ourselves and to others. Guests are people whose life experience inspires us to reflect on these questions. Tune into On Living, broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and again, I'm sitting here with former NFL player James Loving. So, James, um, you know, since we're talking about the Browns, um, let's let's talk, you know, about Le'Veon Bell. Um, rumor has it that the Jets are actively actively pursuing him. You know, the Jets have more money than mo- almost any team in football. Plus, they have the number three pick in the draft. So if you were owner owner of the Steelers, what would your price be for Bell? I don't know. That's why he set out. He want what he um Todd Gurley got. I don't know what Todd Gurley got. I think it was twenty some million Todd Gurley got and that's what he want. Uh that's why he set out with the Steelers. They didn't want to pay him what Todd Gurley got. He felt he was in that same category and better than Todd Gurley, so um I can't remember what it was. It's in the twenty million something he wanted and I think he'll get it with the Jets, you know. Uh, uh, I don't know about the Jets winning, you know, but uh, it's all about money now, you know, with these players, you know. So uh, he'll get it, go there, play out whatever years he got left, and then, you know, this story will be over with. They won't talk about it no more. 
Yeah, well, I guess, I guess we'll have to see on that. Um, so, but let me ask you this. Do you think the Jets are a good fit for Bell? Like I said, these teams, these players keep saying good fit, you know. You know, any fit is a fit, you know. You know, they got to go there and do what they do, you know. Um, it's all about money. I don't see um, what's a fit, what's not a fit, you know. Um, Bell wasn't no problem in the locker room. Uh, he just wanted his money set out. He's not like Antonio Brown, you know. So he's going there and play and um, they're giving the ball to carry. They just got that new um, quarterback out of college. So, you know, so uh, anybody that comes in as a vet, you know, uh, to help the young quarterback out would be a good fit. So he'll be all right. You know, like I say, any team he go to would be a good fit for him. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. He's 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 a, he's a good team player. Um, he's he's incredible running back. But you know, we've talked about the longevity of of running backs, and you know, he's coming up where <laughs> he only has a couple of really good years left. So I guess coming there would be a, a good thing for him. You know, because yes, they they do have that new rookie quarterback, but who who needs a lot of help <laughs> getting the ball moved because mm-hmm. they they have some problems, but. Um, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting if if that comes to fruition. Um, so there's more news that came out today that the Broncos are dealing for Joe Flacco. He's the quarterback, has been the quarterback for Baltimore Ravens. Um, and when this happens, then the Broncos are going to try to shop Case Keenum, you know, to get rid of him. So <laughs> Joe Flacco with the Broncos. What do you think of this trade? I don't know. The Broncos got a lot. They was talking about Nick Foles, you know. Uh, I don't know. The Broncos need to get uh, some more receivers. They only got uh, the one guy, uh, Samuel. uh, Emmanuel Sanders. You know, they shipped the other guy out, Thomas out, you know. So they got, you know, they got the young guy, they say, coming on. But uh, they need a big-time receiver, you know. Uh, I'm sure they... You know, uh, quarterback, I mean, Case Keenum, you know, I don't, he had a bad year, you know. The whole Bronco team had a bad year. The offensive line, but I don't think it's their quarterback problem. You know, they keep thinking they need this quarterback. They went on that case. They talk about Nick Foles, and they talk about Joe Flacco. So uh, I don't think that's their problem. Uh, they got a good running back. They're going to work on the offensive line and get another top receiver, and then I think, you know, Case will be all right with him. Case did all right with Minnesota in a down year last year. So I don't know. I don't see Joe Flacco. I see Joe Flacco going to um, Jacksonville. That's more of his style over there. So we'll see what Broncos do. Okay, well, let, 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 let's talk about this. So if anyone knows how to evaluate quarterbacks, you would think that John Elway would, you know, know where, where, what he's done, where he's been, everything. However, you know, okay, they had Tim Tebow. They did have, have Manning, and he, that, that, was, that was perfect. But they've had Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon, and now Case Keenum, who had that one good year with Minnesota, you know, so, based on all this, you know, and now they're they're thinking about Joe Flacco. It's like, wh- why do they keep going with with these these 
quarterbacks that really aren't that great. Um, I, I hope what you're saying is is true that if they're if they are dealing for for uh, Nick Foles, you know Nick Foles is 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 actually a pretty good quarterback, you know. But you know, so far with with all these these quarterbacks that 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 Elway's brought in, I, I don't know if it's if it's necessarily the quarterback or or you know, and I, I tend to think that there are problems with the quarterbacks. Or, or if it has to do with uh, their offensive coordinator. I mean, who knows on 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 that end? But you know, I'm I'm tired of them of seeing them keep bringing in these these quarterbacks that <clears throat> just really aren't that good. Except for Manning. Manning was fantastic and he was perfect. But you know, after he got injured, that that hurt everything. So I don't know. I, I, again, the, the all the news is is that. You know, all, all over the news, they keep saying that, that the Broncos have traded for him, for Joe Flacco. So, you know, how many times has Flacco, he, I, I think this past season, I think the first, I think, three games, he did really good, and then he started acting like himself. <laughs> and he started throwing interceptions and, and making a lot of mistakes and, you know, getting pressured. And, you know, he just, he can't handle it. So I think they got to move on to somebody else, hopefully. All right, so let's let's talk about the NBA and kind of what's going on with that. Um, since the first of January, you know the Lakers, they are seven for thirteen, seven wins, thirteen losses. Some people argue that uh, these losses are 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 due to LeBron James being out from an injury, so he's been back since the end of January, and the team has gone two for four, two wins and four losses in that time. Uh, with two of the games being blowouts. So the Lakers are now in the 10th spot in the Western Conference, two and a half games back from the 8th position. There are about 25 games left in their regular season. Do you see LeBron you know, and team making a comeback and being in the playoffs this year? Well, yeah, uh, eight, eight, they have eight spots. You know, they yes. got Clippers in that spot, Sacramento, and... Um, the two that's in their way. Clippers are just um, giving up on this season, so they'll get that. Sacramento get the seventh spot, and the Lakers get the eighth, and they'll make it because of that. But, you know, like they say, they got to get blown out the first of the playoffs. I mean, in the NBA, it's easy to make the playoffs. You know, eight teams make it, you know, and that eighth spot, you could be only win 30 games and make it, you know, so They'll win that many games and make it, but I don't see them. They'll play the Warriors the first round. They'll get blown out. So they'll make the playoff. You think so? I, I'm I'm kind of yeah. having my doubts, especially with them getting blown out like they had the you know, the last last couple games. And you know, I I know that LeBron is talking about you know they're they're going to take the the All Star break because that's coming up this coming weekend. You know, to to hopefully come together and. <laughs> you know, start you know refueling themselves, and and hopefully they can they can start uh, playing well. But I don't know. I don't. I don't. I I kind of have my doubts at this point with what's going on. Well, I told you the Clippers are not going to make it. They blow in the season so they can get the first pick, and from this other team that they made a trade, and the only way they get it is they can't make the playoffs. So the Clippers don't want to make the playoffs because they want yeah. their first pick. 
So that's why the Clippers will give up that seventh spot that they're in now. Sacramento will go to the seventh spot, and the Lakers will go to the eighth. The next furthest team behind them is Phoenix, and Phoenix ain't won number 10 games. So the Lakers will get that eighth spot. That's what I'm telling you. They'll make it. That's the only reason they're going to make it because the Clippers is tanking their season to get that playoffs, that first pick. Well, but but the Clippers are are in ninth spot. The eighth spot team is Sacramento, and the seventh is the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, they'll get it. Trust me. All they'll right, I'm, I'm 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 I've been watching. I'm I'm <laughs> I, I I like I said I'm I kind of have my doubts with what's with what's been going on and how they've been playing. So anyway, let's talk about the Eastern Conference. So the standings are you know first place is Milwaukee Bucks, second is Toronto Raptors. Third is Indiana Pacers. Fourth is the Boston Celtics. And the fifth is the Philadelphia 76ers. So which of the five teams can give the Golden State Warriors a challenge for the NBH Finals? I don't know. I thought Celtics would, but they started giving their butt kicking. They got team chemistry having problems over there. Mm-hmm. 76ers just losing some games. They having problems. Toronto, you know. All right, they got Kyrie, but, you know, they need other players. So, I mean, the only thing the East has done is just got more teams, you know, because LeBron, well, that could, you know, yeah. it's looking pretty good. But I don't think anybody going to give um, the West Golden State a, a run. You don't think you think this Golden State is going to run through whoever the East presents and, and, and win in four games? No, I don't think they'll win in four, but I think they'll win in six. Yeah. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't think they'll win in four because, you know, the East is a little bit better than that, that they'll at least win two games. I, I'm I'm really curious about the Milwaukee Bucks, though. I mean, like I said, they've, they, they've, they actually have a, a one one win better than the Golden State Warriors, and you know they they've quietly won, you know, and people aren't really talking about them, you know. They keep talking about you know the Celtics or the Seventy Sixers are the ones that are going to you know be able to compete against the 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 Warriors, and and I'm like, but what about the Bucks? Got there for a reason. They've been winning, you know. So I I, I I'm 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 just. I'm, I'm amazed as to why people are, are have their doubts about them. Well, they only got the one guy, Giannis, you know. And, uh, you know, you need more than that in the playoff. I mean, it looks good now in regular season, but playoff you need, well, you need uh, players, supporting players. And he's the only one that's taste. But what, what if you have really good chemistry, <laughs> team chemistry? Bless you. Chemistry good to win games in the regular season. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But playoffs, you need supporting players, you know, because it's a different season. Hmm. That's why they say playoffs are different. You got to have somebody to help you out. Well, I can't. I can't wait for the for the playoffs to happen. I just want to kind of see what's gonna what's what's gonna transpire in this and who's who's actually gonna win it and come out because I really. I, I got to start watching more of the the Milwaukee games because I, I think that they they have something to them. But you know, people are just again, you know, over overthinking them. So anyway, I guess we'll uh, we'll have to see what happens. So anyway, well, let's take our last break. When we come back. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the NBA. We'll be right back. 
The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. How do you fill your time between hunting seasons? This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's all about the off-season. Applying for tags, planning hunts, shooting practice, and much more. Joining us is Jana Waller from Skullbound TV, Larry McCoy, host of Respect the Game, and Tom Somerville, Super Duty brand manager at Ford Motor Company. Jim and Trav's off-season discussion is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, this is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here with former NFL player James Loving. So, James, um, you know, let's, let's continue to talk a little bit about uh, the NBA. Uh, so, speaking of the Golden State Warriors, now this might be like their last dominant year. Uh, a few of their players are up for free agency. You know, they only sign like a, a one-year contract. I know like Kevin Durant is, is one who may be leaving. Um, and most of them are going to do it for either more money or for something else. Um, so, you know, they, they may not be dominant anymore. So what other teams w- may be dominant next season? I don't know. Whoever, you know, uh, they said the Lakers going to get superstars. You know, if they could get two superstars to go there, I'm sure they'll be dominant. You know, it depends on whoever gets the three superstars on the team will be the dominant, you know. Uh-huh. So... I don't know. You got to wait to see what happens in the off season. Or where Kevin Durant go, Clay Thompson go. Uh, you got Anthony Davis that one off. You got Kawhi Leonard that's going to be Camus. Kyrie Irving want to be moved. So, you know, we got a lot of players. And like I said, wherever team up, where they have three superstars, that's going to be the dominant team. Because it always only takes three superstars to become dominant. In the NBA now, 
Oh, we'll see who lands the top two free agents. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, you know, you know, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of little chess match going on right now. And, you know, we, we talked about, uh, you know, Davis, you know, where he may go and, you know, he may end up with the Lakers, but who knows what happens. You know, I, I think July is going to be a, 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 a big, a big time for what happens with, uh, with teams. Um, you know, I I don't know if you heard. You know how they were talking about with uh, uh, the the Lakers that they'd have to trade um, Ball and all these other people in order to get Davis. And of course, Lavar Ball, his father, stepped in. The first time I've heard from him in a long time. But he was saying that the Lakers will not will not win without his son. And I I almost I almost busted out loud when I heard that. You know, he, he again he thinks that his son is the only viable player on that team. So, um, but uh, but I, I know that uh, you know who they have on there. They they would they would like to try to go back to winning ways. You know, and 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 just having one one prime player is not not it. So, you know, I guess we'll have to see what what they're going to do. But. Anyway, um, all right, so last thing I want to talk about has to do with um, something that was discussed yesterday. So uh, Russell, Russell, I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook, you know, with Oklahoma City Thunder, just recorded his 10th straight triple-double and broke Wilt Chamberlain's record. James Harden, you know, who's Houston Rockets, sorry, Houston Rockets, um, he has 30 straight games scoring um, at about, or sorry, at least 30 points. So 30 games scoring at least 30 points straight. They brought this up to Michael Jordan. You know, f- you know he's the former Chicago Bulls great, and asked him which was harder to achieve. His answer is classic. You know, he just said six championships by all means. So was Jordan downplaying what they've done or reminding everyone that it all comes down to the rings? Well, he just threw it in there, you know, just to, you know, you see he was smiling when he said it. But Jordan, no, one is, I keep telling everybody, you know, you can't compare when he played and now because it's a different game. You know, we all know that football the same way. It's a, a scoring game. Uh, back with Jordan play, you could knock the player down and, and kick him, and they won't get a foul call, you know? Now you can't even touch them. They, and you see all the players that's traveling, taking four steps, traveling, you know? They don't call it. Mm-hmm. So Jordan was just throwing in there. You know, he he said the right thing, what he said, you know? Uh, he probably what the guy's doing is, you know, the league and all like that. But he threw that in there like, hey, you know, I won six championships. Y'all talking about records and all that, you know, look at championships, you know, and that's why, you know, they say Charles Barkley and all them, they ain't getting the respect there because they ain't won no championships. You know, that's why these players now jump into these teams and, and want to win a championship before they go out, you know, and don't have nothing and have all these stats, but nobody remember that. They remember championships, and that's why Jordan, like, six championships, buddy. All these records of mine getting broke, yeah. You know, because it's done a record. It's done a, oh, I had a record in Wyoming after 30 something years, it finally got broken. But right, you know what I'm saying? I think we went yes, to a long time. We went to the championship, and no, that team didn't. So, you know, records got to get broken, but you got to look at the championship. So, uh, that's all he was saying. You know, he wasn't being trying to down nobody. He was just saying, hey, 
win some championships. That's what people are going to want to see. Right, right. I know. I, I, I keep, you keep hearing day in and day out about how great this person was and how great that person was. But I, I, I think you're. I think what you're saying is right. That you know, you got to win the championships first before you can really start bragging about, you know, how, how good you are. You know, yes, breaking Wilt Chamberlain's record is is a big feat. You know, yes. But we do know you're right. It's it's a totally different game nowadays than it was back when when Michael was playing, when Magic was playing, you know, when Larry Bird, when Wilt was cha- was playing. So. You know, it's a totally different game, and uh, so so scoring and and all the stuff that they're doing is a lot easier uh, than back then. So, win, win win the championships, and then we'll talk. So, anyway, all right, James. Well, it's it's been a great week. You feel better? Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday, and uh, again, uh, if you have questions, send them in because hopefully we will get get to those here soon. So. Have a great week, everybody. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 